Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, Michael has the game today. He's going to sit in with us. Uh, Michael and I have the call tonight. <laughs> Lakers, <Yeah>. Celtics. It's <laughs> a long way down to that chair, Michael. Mike, how <laughs> does it feel? Curious. You've been you've been getting away with executive parking for three years. Mm-hmm. Is the jig up? I'm suing somebody. <laughs> because everything everything you uh, said, that last thing, I think it, it applies to all of it. Yeah. T- tallism, foreignism, <laughs> racism. elitism, racism, <laughs> all of the above. Now, you know. So I got to win a lawsuit. One of them isms got to work. Yeah, we, uh, you know, you've been parking in a place that's not a parking spot. Well, okay, it should be. Because but it's, it's not. But why isn't it? Because it's too close to the elevator. No, that's not it at all. You got other parking spots right next to the elevator. Why didn't they mark that place out as a random parking spot for anybody? So it, where it does, it's you, not in anyone's where way. Where did you end up parking? Well, as I, when I went back down there after I got the text from Bergman and said, get your ass out of that parking spot. <laughs> that's just how Bergman uh, 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 worded it. It was exactly like that. Those exact and words. there was a parking space open right next to it. That was, in, that was one of those uh, generic parking spaces. So did you get a little thrill every time you parked in yeah. there? Yeah. I felt like they, they, obviously the security knows uh, who, who's, who uh, yeah. uh, patrol the garage. So I want to know who turned you in. Yeah. Oh, who finally complained? Question. Who's the rat? Yeah, because it's somebody that you don't know. It's somebody who's not in on this thing. It's got to be some woodcock kind of guy, right? Yeah. I'm in charge here, and this, I'm going to move that car. We have this guy. In, we, we had this guy years ago in San Antonio, yeah. who just started. We, we, you know, yeah. we traveled to these games and used the same buses and the same ramps, everything. Else. Yes. <laughs> so we walk out to our bus, and this guy starts bossing everybody around, <laughs> and like just for no reason. Finally, I looked at him. I go, you know, we do this all the time. Yeah. You know, this we know what we're doing. You don't have to order everybody around. And and he goes, "Well, I'm in charge here." Oh, Barney Five. <laughs> yeah, yep, one of those. And I went, <laughs> "Okay." Mr. And we asked him, "What's the name?" He goes, "I'm." I go, "What's your name?" I was trying to like humanize him. Yeah. And he goes, "Officer Woodcock." <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and we Perfect all, name. And he huh? said that so yeah. like, I'm, What's your name? It's yeah, not Jim. Proudly. It's Officer, Officer Woodcock. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, so it was weird. Don't. All right. So Michael's here. Ramona's like here. This. And Ramona. Went to the Clippers-Celtics game last night. And if yep. you haven't heard about what happened, the Clippers didn't just beat the Celtics. They destroyed the Celtics. Yeah, it wasn't close the whole game. And it got me to thinking. Yesterday I was talking about how great Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown yeah. are together and how they average 57 points a game. And yeah, how you had me sold on that. It's how it's it's more than any duo. It's more than Shaq and Kobe used to average and more than Durant and Westbrook and more than LeBron and Wade. And these guys are the real deal. I forgot something that I think everybody else forgot that I want to ask you guys about. If Paul George and Kawhi are both healthy, which is a huge if, and playing on the same level like they were last night, aren't they just as good as Tatum and Brown or maybe better? What do you think? I still like Tatum and Brown because they're younger. But think about the defense you get. See, that's that ageism I'm talking about. I know, but you know, I mean, just... Paul George and Kawhi Michael are both well, no, on ball defenders. But they're not as durable. So, like, I, who do I have more faith in? Tatum and Brown because they've been there and they just went to the finals last year. And did what? Uh, they lost, but that there you was, go. okay. But what's that mean? Kawhi and Paul haven't gotten to the finals. Well, but I know. But Michael, I think that if Kawhi and Paul stay healthy, like I'm, I'm picking the war. Yeah. Michael thinks I'm crazy. I'm picking the Warriors to come out of the West just because yeah. I think that they're going to raise their game when they need to. And Michael thinks they have too many holes. Mm-hmm. But Michael, if they, I know it's a big if. Mm-hmm. It's like saying it about LeBron and AD. If LeBron and AD stay healthy, but if Paul George and Kawhi stay healthy. With that coach, Ty Lue, and that roster, you have Ramona, so much depth. With all those other dudes like John Wall and Marcus Morris and Robert Covington and uh, and Amir Coffey and I know. Luke Kennard, and they just keep coming at you in waves. Michael, aren't they a threat to win the whole thing? Of course, yeah. as long as George and and uh, and Kawhi are fully healthy, yes, they can win. Of, of course, and they are 
better than uh, Brown and uh, Tatum if they're fully healthy because yeah. they they play better defense so and what, they can score. Ramona, you were there. What happened to the Celtics last night? So what's interesting about the Celtics, I think the Warriors and the Clippers match up really well with them because they have long rangy perimeter defenders who can hang with Tatum and they the Warriors what they oh, first of all throwback performance from Clay Thompson about time that was old Clay <laughs> that was that was like the Clay Thompson lockdown defender that we have come to know and Andrew Wiggins wasn't in the game, but Clay Clay didn't need it. Well, Clay was there, and they also have a great scheme against Tatum. They throw multiple def- defenders at him, so it's not just Clay on him the whole time. They have it's like everybody's playing defense against everybody at all times. Like there's a Draymond's there, and they're rotating. Jordan Poole's there, Steph's there. There's always. Tatum never has a clear lane, so even if he beats his man, there's never a clear lane. He can't just euro step past the second defender. Michael, if their roster is healthy, if the Clippers' roster is is 100 healthy, what's their weakness? None really. They got outside shooters and Kennard, Kawhi can shoot. Paul George is a good shooter. They've got defense. They've got a good rim protector and um, and Zubats. He's very Marcus underrated. Morris center. is very underrated too. Yep, another good shooter, another good mid range shooter. So yeah, they got it all. The Clippers are poised to win okay, it all. But let's go. Healthy. Let's go player by player. Okay, mm-hmm. who you take? John Wall, Steph Curry. Well, duh. Steph Curry. And I love John Wall. Who you Steph. take? Clay Thompson or Paul George? That's a toss up. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a toss up. Okay, even. who you got at power? Okay, uh, Kawhi Leonard or, or Wiggins or, or Wiggins? Dr- that's closer than you think. Yeah, but closer, closer than you think. That's, that's healthy Kawhi. Draymond Green as a five. I don't know. It's kind of a weird comp. No, he Zubats. plays the four. He yeah. plays four. He plays four. Yeah. Looney starts at the five. Looney's, Looney's the, the five. five. Yeah. yeah. Looney or Zubats? Zoo. Zoo? Mm-hmm. I think that's a wash. I think that's close. No, Zoo's a much better scorer. And, and yeah, then I guess true. you put better, Draymond and He's a better Kawhi. rim protector. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah so yeah. it's uh, the Clippers. It, I mean, you just go player by player. Yeah. It's kind of close. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers bench is a thousand times better than the Warrior bench. Yeah, well, the Warrior it, bench is their weakness. Warrior bench, they only have a shot if Kaminga keeps playing the way he's playing yep. and if Weissman decides to figure out how to play basketball. I, I, this is one of the big, okay, so biggest mystery to me in, in some, like, basketball There are career. a lot of drafts that you can look back on oh, and say what me. if, okay? To me, two of the most interesting what if drafts are that one mm-hmm. where Anthony Edwards goes one, Weissman goes two, LaMelo Ball Ooh. goes three, and, and who goes a- four? Who went fourth in that Patrick draft? Patrick Williams from oh, yeah. Chicago. Chicago. But that's also, this is also, I think, the Tyrese Halliburton. That's right, Halliburton. Okay. Think about it. If the Warriors had Halliburton. Oh, my oh, goodness. Gosh. Or, or uh, LaMelo. Or LaMelo. That passing? The oh, other man. one. The one that just, oh, and I'm sorry to bring this up, but it is relevant when it comes to tonight's game. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know where you're you going. You know where I'm going. Don't even bring it up. Because you couldn't blame everybody at Markel the time. Markel Fultz one. Yeah, okay. That was Lonzo big... Ball two. Yeah. Jason Tatum. We didn't know three. Tatum was going to be this good. Though, well, did how about we? this? How did about... you read my story last year where Jason Tatum said, "I grew up idolizing Kobe. Well, Kobe was my guy." Yeah, but all these guys I thought have for sure. The, the, he was dreaming about playing for the Lakers, yeah. and they had the number two pick. It could happen. And the Lakers did not even want to work him out, but because, because they because, were so locked on Mar- Markel or Lonzo. No, no, because Lonzo was the local boy. He yeah. was the, he was at UCLA. We we envisioned the next Jason Kidd, and the box office that he could bring to the to the to Staples at the time. So everybody was kind of expecting the Lakers to draft ball number two because of all those oh, yeah. factors. All right. Here's the amazing thing about what you guys just said. Do you remember that Boston? Had the number one pick yep. that year. Yeah. And they didn't want Markel Fultz. Yep. So they made a trade with the Sixers mm-hmm. to, to switch picks. Yeah. And the Sixers gave them their number one the following year. So the it was just a brilliant move by yeah. Danny Ainge. Yeah, Danny Ainge saw, he saw the potential in Jason Tatum. Hey, Ramona, what's the story with this guy coaching the Celtics, Joe Mazzulla? Okay, I met him last night for the first time. Yeah. He's 34 years old. You're kind of like Sean McVay, huh? Okay, a lot like Sean McVay. It's a great comp. This guy is 34. It's like Doogie Howser. Okay? Right. And he lo- he has this presence about him. Like, he's very serious. Like, to the point... John, I was, like, getting nervous almost. You wouldn't take a bucket of water and dump it on his head? No. Okay. You wouldn't either. <laughs> if you met him for two minutes. He, he's got a little... Um, it's, I think the word that comes to mind is intense. There's an intensity to this Joe Mazzula that um, it's kind of hard to quantify. Like, I'll, I'll give you an it's example. Like, it's like a young Pat Riley. Yeah, it's a good comp actually. He he's he's got. I mean, Riles had a little more style, mm-hmm. but but he was intense though. He was intense, and 
I was like trying to make small talk a little. Hey, coach, really nice to meet you. And how you doing in this? And he was just like, I got like really good people around me. <laughs> like, you know, with McVeigh, it's really hard to make small talk. Right. And I mean, it was like three minutes and I was already talking about the weather. Like, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm really out of stuff to say. And um, hey, sorry, you guys come all the way out west and we can't even order up some some good weather for you. And, and it, he, it's really cool. He goes, that's all right. I don't mind the cold. I like being uncomfortable. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we talk about the Warriors game and he goes, uh, they scored 51 points on offensive rebounds, back cuts, and transition buckets. We, we, oh, he's like know. a robot. Then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he's really intense. Sounds like Belichick. Yeah, yeah. or even yeah. Sean McVay can remember all those things. So should the Celtics <laughs> just then do Ime Odoka a favor and just say, okay, we know you be suspended you for a year, but you're oh, free to go. Oh, he's never going to coach Celtics. Yeah, you're yeah. free to go. Why don't, you just, yeah. why don't you just fire him, give him his money, and let Missoula just, just name think, him the coach? I think he's the coach. Yeah, I, but I, why don't I just name it now? Say, okay, we've decided to move on from Ime. Th- My guess is it's a legal oh, thing. No, not legal. You but just like pay when, the, Ime, when there you? was talk of the Nets hiring Ime. Right. Uh, Boston made it known that they would let him go. Yeah, like, they're not going to hold him back from anything. So why don't they just let him go now instead of keeping him on suspension? This is a, it's a just it looks like they matter. found their coach, yeah, right? It looks oh, like they found their coach. Joe Mazzulla is definitely the. Coach. It's not a pending legal but matter if they pay him his money. Yeah, I think it's a pending legal matter with the woman he had the affair with. Oh well, that's going to be a civil whatever that is, whatever that is, yeah. whatever it is. So there's something. And she still works there, right? As far, far as, as we know. know, yeah. As far yeah. as I know, interesting. I don't know this Mazzulla if he's that robotic. Sometimes that could that could burn you out. You gotta ha- be able to have a little bit more fun, like Frank Layden used to have. Remember Frank Layden? How funny yeah. he was. He would joke with you. He'd Don Nelson goof around with you. Room. I think guys like Missoula, That's how you say his name, right? Yeah. I think that burns you out after a while. You just so so he robotic. He is sarcastic. Like we were talking a little about Blake Griffin being on the team. Blake Griffin starting at center tonight. I know. Well, unless uh, one Robert of those Williams. two guys play, they're, they're not playing tonight. They're not already announced. They're not playing. The, both of them, Time yeah. Lord and Horford? Yeah, Horford and Williams. Horford just had another baby. Um, really? He had his fifth kid, his wow. wife did. Wow, um, kids. So, uh, so and, a, and they're at the end of a five-game road trip. So I wouldn't expect that Robert Williams make his de- debut on no. the end of a – go home, debut at home. Yeah, and they play know. their next seven at home. Yeah. yeah. So they're going home for a big, long homestand. Um, all right, that game's tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll have it for you here. I like the 7 p.m. start, LA. by the way. Oh, much better. Michael and I would like 6, 6 p.m. Six o'clock. They can get there early enough. Hey, do it for the finals. If we're in the finals, yeah. we have six p.m. starts and the place is packed. So why can't we do it in the regular season? I don't. I don't hate this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, two athletes, two professional athletes, have reached a deal on a house, and this house has so many amenities that I'm not sure which ones I would covet the most. I will throw them at you next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Why are just Momo, nuts you know, roasting? You know who this is? Why are just nuts roasting on the open fire? Bing Crosby? No. Johnny Nat Mathis. King Cole? Johnny Mathis. Nat King Cole. Yeah. No, I think this is this is Nat, right? It is uh, Nat, yeah. Yeah, Jenny Mathis had a hit with this too, but I yeah. think this is Nat King Cole. 
Um, all right, Mason in Ireland, Momo's here, Michael's sitting in. So you guys remember Clay Matthews, the linebacker for the – he played at USC, yep. played for the Packers, played for the Rams. Did I send you this story? Maybe. I, I don't know. So, so you did or Greg did. I can't remember. Uh, I didn't find it. I like oh, story. I found this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so Matthews built this mansion <laughs> in Calabasas, and he decided to sell it. And he sold it to Trey Young, the point guard of the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Now, Michael, you have a relatively new house. I have an older house. Um, but I was blown away by the amenities in this house. So I'm going to let's play a little game here. You can take one of these things, but you can only have one, okay? I'm going to read you the list, and you tell me which one is the most, you would covet the most, all right? A complete home theater with a giant movie screen. A wine cellar. A wood-paneled game room with a billiards table. A secret door in the library that leads to a safe room. So in case we get attacked, yeah. or if they drop the big one on us, <laughs> you have a safe room. One of the walls features an 800-gallon saltwater aquarium. Matthews had originally wanted to take up a whole wall, but he downsized it at his wife's request, and now it's 800 gallons. Um, when the home was first listed, the couple said they would part with the fish when they sold the property, uh, it's not for sure whether Young took him up on that offer, if he's keeping the fish or not, but he's getting an 800-gallon. Yeah. All right, so Michael, out of all those things, home theater, wine cellar, a wood-paneled game room, billiards table, library with a safe room, or an 800-gallon saltwater aquarium, which one you want? Don't want the saltwater aquarium. That's too much work to take maintaining the fish. Who wants to be feeding fish every day? Uh, don't need the... Um home theater because TVs are so good now. I, when I watch my 85-inch uh, right. HD, I, I can't imagine the home theater thing is going to be as good. So I don't need that. Plus, I got my man cave to watch my 65-inch games on. So I don't need that. The home theater is a waste of time. So you're down to wine cellar, wood-paneled game room with a billiards table, or the library with the safe room. Don't need the safe room. Ain't nobody coming yeah. for me. Yeah. And so I'm keeping Except the, for the parking authority yeah, here at LA Live. <laughs> yeah, whoever that yeah. woman or guy is. And all I need is a wine cellar. I'm keeping that. Okay. Momo, which one you I want? I like the game room. I'd, I'd, I think that'd be cool to have a game room and have a billiards table. Be like, hey, let's retreat to the game room. Hey, you want to come into my game room? Who are you going to play with? I don't know. Invite your kids. friends over. Yeah, kids. kids yeah. yeah. Bergman, which one are you taking? So I like the game room, too. I'm going to do the game. However, do you know 800 gallons is a lot? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work. A lot of That's like from floor to ceiling in that room, it's yeah. probably about half You probably have a professional yeah, come over and yeah, take care of it. I was going to say, it's I massive. would not be feeding the fish. No. I would hire, I would have a fish guy. Yeah, and then yeah. you just like, you go on the road for a Cappy week and they're the all dead. Guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cappy, Cappy, Cappy knows, <laughs> Cappy has a guy for everything. He's yeah. got to have a fish guy. Buy a goldfish bowl. Uh, Jorge, what are you game taking? Game room because of the kids and whatnot. Yeah, game room. Now, you see, you guys are, are missing the point. All right, what well, are you going to keep? I want the library with the safe room. You know why? Why? Because when my family annoys me, I could put a TV in the safe <laughs> room and just keep everyone else out. I'm surprised, yeah. Michael, you didn't go no. for that. No, I want my kids around. I want little Roman and those guys around, well, so Roman, I'm not going to yeah. get away from them. I, I know you. You want Roman, your grandson, around. Everybody else you'd like to keep out, No, right? no, man. I like when Clay and Michael and Clay, Trace come over. <laughs> I don't like, see so your kids I'm, enough. I'm kind of an entertainer. I like it when people come over. I like having a lot of people there. I you know if if uh, like when Daniel's class is going to be out for winter break, mm-hmm. I'm going to invite all the kids in his class over to have mm-hmm. have like play date. Yeah, that's Come on our over. House. Let's jump in the yeah. pool. Like let's. That's how our house used to be in Oregon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think the safe room for me is it because then I could just go into it and keep and block out the world whenever I. Uh, but you got your home to. theater for that. Oh, you smoking? Yeah, room. exactly. You can go out in the patio if yeah, you want to block out the world. Yeah, no, but at least yeah. Lisa and Murphy the dog will follow me out there. Right? <laughs> you know, I know. Okay, so did you guys see yeah, Plachke's yeah. article yesterday? He thinks, Plachke thinks, the Chargers could supplant the Rams as the favorite NFL team in L.A. Why do you say that? Because the Rams stink and the Chargers are good this year. They just had that big win over Miami. They may make the playoffs this year. The Rams aren't going anywhere. Here's why I disagree with Bill. I think that when the Chargers move here, they severely underestimated the desire for a second team. In other words, we didn't have any football here for 25 years. Then the Rams move here, and we get the Rams back, who are L.A.'s team, the Rams. Yeah. 
and then the Chargers come in to piggyback on it. Well, there's no Charger fans in L.A. And the fans in San Diego, the people like Sliwa and Kaplan and those guys, you just alienated them when you moved. So they don't like you anymore. I I think if the Chargers won the Super Bowl, it would be a lot like the Clippers winning the yeah. NBA title. I think the Clippers have way more fans than the Chargers. I think the Clippers have the same 20,000 fans every night. <laughs> don't you? No, I think they have more fans than that. But they've also been here for 40 years. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a very similar trajectory, actually, because the Clippers came from San Diego as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they joined a... a listen, you're talking to a Raider fan here. I, I don't understand how the Raiders aren't one of the two teams that are back in L.A. Like, why are they in Vegas? It doesn't make... That, that whole thing is... Everybody misread it. The Raiders should, and Rams should be back in L.A. where they had his, historic fan and bases. And where would the Chargers be playing? In Las Vegas, where they would be embraced by a city that doesn't have any attachments to anybody. I mean, that's... They would have a whole new fan base that would appreciate having them there. The Chargers are just like renters in Stan Kroenke's arena. It's right. Not arena. Michael, stadium. do you see a scenario where if the Chargers won the Super Bowl, they could overtake the Rams no. as the most popular team in LA? No, not know. even close. No. What Justin Herbert's a really good player, and people can appreciate him. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me a bit of... He, to me, Justin Herbert is like Mike Trout. He's like a really good player on a team no one cares about. Like, And it's... The Angels... They don't. Nobody dislikes the Angels. Right. I, I don't know that people dislike the Chargers. It's just... It's almost like they're not even here. They just happen yeah. to play games here, but yeah, Plasky's reaching. I guess he needed to write some write about something. Yeah, Justin Herbert's interesting. They got some good players. I appreciate the game of football. Yeah, but it's I ben- like that you can get tickets to the game. Yeah, but they're, for they're free, it's like it's know. like they're a benign team. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, they don't here like, dislike them. Eh, Chargers are here. Yeah, that's nice. Should have been the Raiders. Yeah. Well, I think the Raiders are doing well right where they are. Got their own stadium, so they're doing the well. Roomba. That's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Where we'll blow another game this weekend. I know. Um, all right. Let me ask you this. You, Momo, you may have some insight on this. Okay. Who's going to buy the Phoenix Suns? That's a great team. That They've got all that talent. They've got Monty Williams. They've got an owner that you'll, yeah. you're following Robert Sarver, who everyone hates. So you'd be you'd land in a soft spot. Why haven't we heard more about there who's going to buy the There was a story the, the other day. Um, I'm trying to, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal. And it was about a, a group that had put together a bid for three um, billion. For three billion, and it was people Michael, I had think never it's heard. It's going to go for closer to. If four, I was sovereign, right? I said, "Give me four billion. You guys want me out so bad? Find four billion dollars." And I think somebody would that's pay. That's what I would do. Because remember when Sterling put this, the uh, the Clippers up, and the price went up, up to two billion. People mm. thought that was insane, right? But so if I'm sovereign, you besides the prices of these teams going to continue to rise over the next ten years because all the money that's coming in from networks and streaming right. and all that stuff. So I'm saying I want four billion dollars, or else I'm, I'm I'll, I'll just wait it out. Ramona, that's a warm weather city, cosmopolitan, where you can get free agents. I agree. Why hasn't somebody snapped them up? I think that they will. It's just three billion dollars is a lot of money to, yep. to bid, and they're going to do it. It's just we're we're the the Clippers sale is unprecedented in terms of its speed that mm-hmm. it happened with. You don't just like complete a two billion dollar transaction overnight the way Steve Ballmer did like he might be the only person on the planet who could have con- yeah, could have paid for it in cash I mean do you know Donald Sterling's favorite you know famous line to to Ballmer when he completed the deal like you really have two billion dollars in cash you can just well why don't they wire over oh, Michael why don't that they is go- your ringtone yeah just, just generic <laughs> generic why don't they go to someone like Jeff Bezos or to Larry Ellison who yeah. wanted to buy the Warriors and say listen give, come up with four billion bucks if you so, want to own a team what's interesting is that when you get to this stage, it always ends up being other people who are covering this. So, like, it's a business story at this point, right? It's like all the billionaire class. And so then it's Sportico and Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, whatever. Right. I don't have the same kind of sourcing. Plus, the, the investment bank that's handling it, they're not going to leak all the names of the buyers, mm-hmm. people who are getting involved in this. Now, the Clipper sale, all the names of the buyers and the big groups leaked because it was it had to close in a certain amount of time. They were sold in record time. They were sold in like a month. That's because the scandal happened. That's because Obama was an eager buyer too. Yeah, and he had two billion dollars. He was liquid. And, yeah, and uh, two oh, million, hold on, two let me just wire that money to you. Yeah, two billion in spare change. But there are guys out there who have spare change like that laying around. You just gotta see if they're interested in well, owning now, a team. I don't think Bezos is in on this one. Yeah, I think a, he. I don't think he's a sports fan. Yeah, maybe not. I think he's a. But isn't his wife is? Yeah, his wife. Lauren's is. a big basketball yeah, fan. Do you so think she, she could so, talk him into it? Maybe. Um, I, I think or he'd be more wife. like. Um, a football 
I think he, the, yeah. the commanders of the team. Well, Larry Oracle him. really wanted Ellison, the, uh, yeah. yeah. Ellison, he really, Larry Oracle. He wanted to buy the Warriors. Yeah, he really wanted to. And Joe, yeah. Joe Lake about bit him. And there's usually, there's all these names that, that I had heard of people to, to watch out for. But when it gets down to it, sales like this very rarely become very public. People, billionaires, you know, they're, they're in the shadows. There's a few public billionaires, but yeah. a lot of them are real quiet. Right. And then all of a sudden, some guy who's worth $10 billion you've never heard of is going to yeah. buy the team. Yeah. The names that came out the other day in the story are people I've never heard of. I I just find it, I thought that would be a quick sale because of who they were and they play in a warm weather climate and still now nothing. There's a, for, I, I saw this on a, on Real Sports uh, with Brian Like when Gungle. the Clippers went up for sale, remember how quickly Ballmer yeah. moved in and got him? There was uh-huh. a kid uh, who was a walk-on at Michigan State now worth $5 billion. He's got a mortgage company. He says his dream is to own an NBA team. They should just give this guy a call. He's got he's worth five billion. Yeah, he's and, the number one donor to Michigan right, State. Right, Michigan Athletics. State. So yeah. call him. He says he wants he's looking for a team to buy. I'm sure he could put together a group tomorrow with hmm. you worth five billion. Yeah, I am surprised it uh, it took that long. I mean, we you you and I are we, we do this talking for a living, okay? And I can very easily be like, Oh, well, is it gonna go for three billion or four billion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The difference of a billion dollars is a lot. Yeah. I mean, there are teams that have sold for yeah, half think. a billion dollars. Like, um, so we toss around numbers like that because it's easy to do one billion dollars. Hey, that's saw, still a lot you saw where, uh, different. <laughs> you saw, John, did you see where Bronny and Bryce James signed with Clutch Sports as their agents? You think they asked their dad, hey, dad, what do you think about Clutch? <laughs> <laughs> Should I sign with them? But no, yeah, they, oh, they signed them both. How about that? Clutch, I have an interesting Rich Paul story okay. coming up. And... Um, on top of that, someone is being criticized publicly for a professional move, and I don't get it. I don't think he deserves to be criticized at all. I'm going to throw that at you, too. Uh, Mason in Ireland. Michael's here today. Momo's in for Mace. ESPN LA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Is that that game called constipated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we drop this out of the rotation? Uh, that's that his is, best work. That's that is just kind of, awful. It's a little flat there. Yeah, that is yeah. terrible. Mason's better than that. Don't ever play that again. Uh, all right, Mason in Ireland. That's Mason singing Christmas carols. He'll be back at some point. Yeah, you know he's not. He's it, it depends if anybody else takes any days off. He's not going to. He's got to be leading the pack. He's he's not going to be off outdated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so know. what the the reason why it's so noticeable is because we all have so many other jobs, right? So, like, when you take an off day, we're always like, oh yeah, good. I'm glad John's going on vacation. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, John's on the road with the right. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, he's at a mud bath someplace. Right. Yeah, and he works three hours a day. Hey, good for him. There's a drive-in and a drive-home. It's nice. like, yeah, exactly. A little bit of prep. That's taxing. It's nice work if you can get it. Hey, Rich Paul, <laughs> um, who is the agent to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And Bryson. And, and Bronny James. Yeah, and, and like five other guys who play for the Lakers. Um, and a lot of other good players. In the yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, Rich was interviewed for GQ magazine. And he had an observation about Anthony Davis, which I think is interesting. Um, he points out that, you know, everybody is, Anthony Davis has been the best player in the league for about two weeks. He's been really, really good. Um, for a month. 
And everybody is saying, well, where was this guy, you know, two months ago? Or where was this guy last year? Blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. Here's what Rich thinks. Quote, well, he told this to GQ. I think the first thing is you've got to understand media. I think media has a job, some of it scripted, some based on analytics, some based on viewership. When you talk about these topics, you see a rise in the viewership. And so the media, as it pertains to AD, is going to kick him when he's down. Over the last couple of years, he's had some really freak situations. Guy gets pushed into his knee. And I think the year before that, it was a hamstring or a groin, whatever. Those things happen when you play the sport. People are like, oh, he's hoping to go out and get injured. Or that guy doesn't want to play. It's stupidity. But that's what comes with it. For me, it's always been the same with any guy, especially at that level. There's no doubt in his talent and in his ability to play the game at a high level. I think he's shown that. Michael, is it that you, you and I have talked a lot about what's gotten into AD? Was it the two and ten start? Was it the fact that he has now done a better job of going in the post and staying there? Rich says it's more simple than that. He's always been this player. He just hasn't been healthy. Now he's healthy, and he's back to dominating. Can it be that simple? No, no. It's about the fact that he's playing center like a center. Yeah. When he was healthy, he was floating on the outside too much and shooting too many threes and thinking he was Kevin Durant. But now he's understanding that uh, no one can stop me when I get in the paint, not even the great Joel Embiid, basically. So uh, he's playing where he's supposed to be playing. Ramona, what do you think? Uh, I think AD is historically good as a five-man. Mm -hmm. And at this four, where he prefers to play, yeah. he's, he's fine. Right, he's, he's good. Course, he's an all star. He's really good. He's yeah, an all star. Right, but as a center, you could be first or second team, all NBA. Yeah, and I don't know. He's better that, than Jokic. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wait a minute. You said no. Why isn't he better than Jokic? Jokic, you can run your offense through him. And he's run an through AD. Passer. What are you talking well, about? They're going to they're gonna go head to head Friday night. Yeah, yeah let's and, see. And you, you, that's let's the one, you just said it. The only thing Jokic can do better than AD better is passer. better passer. He's yeah. one of the he's the best passer I've ever seen. How is Jokic as an outside shooter? Pretty, pretty uh, decent. About similar. It. Yeah, very similar. But what about the defensive I, I would end? Take you forget this. Over AD at the five. Do, do you know there's another part of the court you got to play on? I know. Then you're right. I, I, I right Okay. So that's why I said I would take Embiid over AD at the five, and that's the only one. Sure. Oh, it, it, Embiid's a beast. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I probably would take Jokic too, just because of how I think Jokic is just an amazing offensive oh, player. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, just his vision, his but passing, about, but his durability too. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, he and, plays. and that matters. But you know what wins championships? Defense. There you go. That's why the that's why the Warriors beat the Celtics. They they deed up yeah. they deed up just especially Jason Tatum and and, yeah. and Marcus Smart. That's well, how you win titles, man. Your yeah. defense. You, know, you, you gotta make what, stops. You know what to me was significant about that Saturday night game when the mm -hmm. Warriors beat the Celtics? Andrew Wiggins didn't even play. I know. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins was the second best player on the Warriors during the finals. Yep. He was really good. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that, Michael? Oh, yeah. Behind Steph? Oh, yeah, but he had a great playoff run. And they beat him without him. Yeah. He was the guy guarding Tatum and Brown a lot. That's right. And, so you know. what I thought was fun is I used to cover all the the Shaq Kobe Lakers all the time, right. and I remember especially in let's say t uh, those those years, and then um, the the Kobe Powell Lakers as well. So those two championship teams, all the time we would always be writing about: Are the Lakers going to flip the switch? Mm -hmm. Are the Lakers going to turn it on when it matters? And I remember, especially in 2009, remember that Houston series? Yeah, when they were just, it went seven. And it was seven was for like, no reason at all. Yeah, like they just Mark Jackson came out and goes, I'm done picking the Lakers. Gosh, they're, they're taking this serious. That's <laughs> kind of where I think the Warriors are now. Really? I think they're at that stage where they really can turn it on when they need to, and you know they have that in them. It's just a matter of, you know, can they do that in time? Will they have everyone healthy at the right time? You know they 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 really can summon that kind of energy. Yeah, their bench is too inconsistent. The only way the Warriors could come out of the West is Clay's got to play like his all NBA self. That's got to happen in the second half of the season, and they got to figure out what to, they got to figure out a way to make Weissman effective. Mm -hmm. They got they need his size and his athleticism. I they, I think they're gonna exactly what happened on Saturday night. I think they're gonna figure it out. It's it's interesting with Weissman. He's this is one of the big questions in the NBA is. Generally speaking, big men take longer to mature oh, and to I don't come into that crap. Uh, you know, especially someone as, as inexperienced as as Weiss. He's been places since he's five. Uh, he's not a high level. He only played like ten games in college. Like yeah. you know, he hasn't had as much. Okay, you what they should do it, it without the championship windows of everybody else being factored in is let him grow, develop, give him another year or two. But Steph Curry's thirty four. Mm -hmm. Clay's gonna be thirty three. Yep. Draymond is older 30, than 
35? Think, Is he 35? No, Dream was 32. 32? Yeah. Okay. He just this looks is, 52. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they, they don't have that many great years. Yeah, that big window. That big window. Mm-hmm. And the the hardest thing to do in sports sometimes is admit when you made a mistake. Well, I'm not saying they made a mistake yet. Three years in, teach the young fella how to play the game. It ain't that hard. They're not asking him or asking him to be Embiid or Anthony Davis. He's been hurt, and that's the problem with Weissman is that you don't know what you have because he, you know, he missed all that time with a knee injury the first year, the COVID year. Like, he, you should really give him time. But let's say if I told you right now, you could trade him and get Kelly Olynyk. How would he look on the Warriors? Oh yeah. Uh, What about Jay Crowder? Not for Crowder, no. Not for Crowder. Olenek I like. I like Crowder. Yeah, I like him too, but I wouldn't trade Weissman for him. These are the kind of names that you could probably flip him, go get. Yeah. Now, he also gets very expensive. This is when he's starting to, this is like his third year, so he would be due for that big extension. I don't think he'll get that. You got to play to get it. You just can't ask for it because you're not playing. But whoever trades for him or thinks they could trade for him would have to be willing to pay that. And it's based on being the number two pick in the draft. It's a lot of money. So do... They should wait. I don't know that they can. Man, listen. I, if I was the Warriors, I'd put them in there now. Learn. The only way you learn is in the in the, in the heat of fire. Mm-hmm. Put him out there now. He'll figure it out eventually. They're not asking him to be MB. Set a screen. Roll to the basket for a dunk. How hard can it be? Protect the rim. How hard is that? Well, they were that doing hard. that the first ten games or twenty games of the year. Yeah, they would let him play, and they were losing games. Well, that's because five hundred. That's because Clay wasn't himself yet, and the other guys on the bench. Kuminga was inconsistent. Now he's coming around. So it was a lot of other factors. So it just wasn't Weissman. Michael, yeah. I'm surprised that you don't have more faith in the Warriors to do what the Lakers used to do with Shaq and Kobe, and that is the regular season. Turn it is, on. Isn't a big thing for them. They're, no. And 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 what what they need to do is they need to pass big tests. And this past Saturday was a big test because the, the Celtics with, came in with the best record in the NBA. They didn't have Andrew Wiggins, and they basically punched him in the mouth. That's true. And Shaq and Kobe that used to turn it on and off, flip the switch or whatever. But you looked at who was on that bench. You had Ori. You had Ron Harper. You had Derek Fisher. You had proven yeah, solid later, later veterans. You had Lamar Odom. Yeah, you had and Ch- Jordan Ch- Farmer. You had legit, and yeah, Shannon Brown. You had guys and, who were legit big time players. Yeah. So you know, eventually, you had, when when they're serious. That's the team to beat, especially with Shaq and Kobe, the, the best duo in the game at the time. All right, coming up next is Bobcat. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Chris and Amanda. All right, so Kyler Murray looks like he tore his ACL in a non-contact yeah, injury last stinks. night. It is just brutal. He'll probably miss time next year, but who knows? He could heal a little bit quicker. It got me thinking about quarterbacks in the NFL. The pocket passer is kind of the thing of the past, like M- Matt Stafford maybe a little bit, but so is just getting just a get-out-and-run type of quarterback. What and maybe who is the type of quarterback teams should be looking for? I, I think the dual-threat quarterback is now going to be more the norm than the exception. Michael, I think everybody's looking for the next Jalen Hurts, the next Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. The ne- I mean, every once in a while, somebody like Josh Allen will come along. Who can Caleb stand. Williams, the next Caleb Williams. Yeah. Josh right. Allen can run, though. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so, yeah, he but, bowls people over. Yeah, Caleb is, Caleb is like Jalen Hurts on steroids. Yeah. But, Greg, I, I, I think 
more. I, I, I don't think we're ever going back to the Statues. traditional yeah. drop back. So you have like a Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Joe's been he can, good. You can move a little bit. You can move a little bit. Yeah. I think you, you, you don't have to be a dual threat quarterback, but you have to be mobile. Yeah. This idea, right. you know, the. the, uh, the Peyton Manning's. Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco. Yeah, it's just the big statues and the stand there. These guys come around the edge. There's too, there are too many Michael Parsons out there now with all these speed rushes. You got to be able to move, keep the play alive. Max Crosby coming after you. Yeah, that big boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Greg, I think that the the if you can't do an RPO, you're not going to be a quarterback in the NFL in five years. Look at you with your jargon. RPO. RPO. What does that mean for Run the people listening? There you go. See, you got to explain it, Ireland. Not everybody's up to. Uh, right. uh, I got it. Everybody. It sounded very, very yes. inside yeah. football right there. <laughs> what do you got, Greg? Bob yeah, we're moving away after that. So a buddy of mine came over last night to hang out with me and my my second family that stays with me. You know, my my yeah, friends yeah, that yeah. stay with me. The freeloaders. Yes, the freeloaders. And he, <laughs> and he asked a very weird question last night, and I thought you guys could answer it for me too out of nowhere he asked us what's your favorite shape of food so, shape? So what is your favorite shape and by the way to be clear he was very stoned okay <laughs> favorite shape okay. of food you know what's underrated as a food shape a burrito of course but because you can put oh, yeah. anything so you want a cylinder yeah you can put anything That's in a it great call it right can there. be really really good mm-hmm. and you just wrap it in a tortilla and it works right jorge oh yeah absolutely i do that a lot actually <laughs> right julio yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. It's a pizza around. You know, you could fold things up on it. And yeah, it's, it's, called, it's called the calzone. If yeah, I order, exactly. If I order pizza from Fresh Brothers, it comes in a square box, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's a round pizza. Why don't they just make it a square pizza? That's a good question. And and cut into triangles. triangles. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's kind of like a So is that turducken. a would pizza, Greg, hey. for the purpose of this question, be, be circular. Circular. circular or or rectangular? Well, if you want just a slice. Because the box is a square, yet the pizza is a circle. It's either a triangle or a circle, Yeah, unless think. they cut it into squares. Yeah. After your friend gets stoned tonight, <laughs> tell him to come up with some more questions. Yeah. This one's funny. This what, Ramona, what, do you want the cylinder? Do you want a different shape? The cylinder is a really good vehicle. It's also less messy because you can like kind of wrap it up, but it doesn't spill on you theoretically. Uh, so what are other what are other well, round for like a hamburger or a chicken burger or Impossible Burger? Yeah, no, so basically Impossible burger. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so random. Triangle for a taco. Uh, is there any square foods? Square foods. Well, if you go to Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I don't think I want a square. Yeah, I don't need Michael? a square. Michael, it's a good call a, for a burrito. A Cylinder. Favorite shape. Waffles shape waffles. for food. Yes, shape of food. Well, we got round. We got square. Pancakes, we got wrapped. Waffles. We got wrapped. So Fresh what else toast. is there? What other shape is there? Rhombus. I don't know what a rhombus well, is. Like, if you go to a pasta place, you could get tubes of pasta. Oh, you yeah. yeah. Fusilli, like, like yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. swirly ones. Yeah. So there's a lot of options. What is so. sushi? Is that is sushi is that like an oval? Is that a... It's a roll. Yeah. Circle. It's a roll, circle. Yeah. Bobcat. All right, so I don't know if you guys are done with your Christmas shopping, but yesterday- Haven't I'm, started. Yeah, so I'm at the store yesterday, and a guy is trying to sell me internet, and I avoid him. I said, no, man, I'm in a hurry. Thank you. No, thanks. He wants you to change your internet yes. service provider? But okay. I but I, I went past, I, I said, I'm in a hurry. I got to go. This guy, 20 minutes later, looks for me, finds me, <laughs> Whoa. and says, hello again. And I said, oh, hello. And he says, you ignored me. What? He says, I just want to let you know that was rude. What? Don't go past me and ignore me. I'm trying to sell you something here. What? Yeah. He's trying to guilt you into a purchase. So then I said, oh, I'm sorry. I told you I was in a hurry. Yeah. And that's it. I'm not interested in in your internet. Now, should I have told his manager or anybody at the store or just leave it as I did? No. What I would have done is I just kept walking and ignored him. Yeah. Yeah, This guy looked for me. When he came back to you, what's the first thing he said to you when he saw you the second time? Okay, and you said what? And I said, oh, hey, how you where doing? Were you, where and was then this he happening? Hit you, then he hit you with what? And then he hits me like, uh, you ignored me the first time. That was intentional. Yeah, yeah. Your response should have been Yeah, I would, that's sold. my, no, yeah, that's that what was, I said. Yeah, I think that's that was intentional. Technique. I'm in to a big hurry. Bad. I don't mean to be rude, yeah. but I don't have time for you. Have a great day. Yeah. I just want to let you know that was rude. Okay, was like, fine. Okay. See ya. I used to Jeez. see. You stood there and actually talked to him. I used to Man. see somebody handle yeah. this brilliantly, and that person was Vin Scully. When Vin would arrive oh, yeah. at a game, okay, he would park his car and he would walk into Dodger yep. Stadium, and he would get surrounded by any fans in the parking lot. Vin, stop yeah. and take a picture. Vin, Vin, and with a huge smile, Vin would. J- the one thing I could tell, and I and and it was super smart by him. Yeah, he would never stop 
walking. He would always yes. smile, and whatever person came up to him, he would say, hey, great to see you. Welcome to Dodger Stadium. Yep. Hey, guys, great to see you guys here. And he, you, he, and like people were begging him to stop. Finn, picture, picture, big smile. Hey, great to yeah, see you. Never stop walking. Thanks for coming. Blah, yeah. blah. Hey, guys, blah, blah. And as soon as the Yellow Jackets would see him, they would they would come come like on Surround one side him, of him yeah. and take him straight Perfect. in. But if you smile, Jorge, just smile. Kill the guy with kindness and say, hey, great to see you again. I'm in a big hurry, but you have a great day. Oh, I almost think that's a sales technique. Uh, like, of course it is. He's like, trying to guilt him into yeah, buying it. Yeah, make you feel guilty about it. I don't know. I, one of the things I, I really can't deal with in life is like, when I go, when I say something like what Jorge did, which is like, hey, I'm in a hurry to go. Yeah. Like, first of all, I didn't ask you to stop me in the first place. Right. So I'm being nice to say that. To like, you know, let's make let's make this like a nice, kinder, gentler world, right? We're going to let you down easy. Don't come back and say, like, I was telling you a story off the air. I don't really want to tell this story okay. on the air, okay? But oh, I messed up on something. I got, got right. somebody's name wrong. It was really embarrassing. I felt really bad about it. I totally apologized. I was like, hey, man, I was yeah. really embarrassed. Sorry about that. Uh, just be like, oh, it happens to everybody. Because people have done that to me, too, sure. right? Oh, it happens to everybody. Don't even, don't even think about it, you know? Let, let, let people down easy. You don't you don't need to like if somebody says they're sorry say accept it right yeah. move or, along or, or, I, somebody I, goes I out of their ways to be nice to you I like that I don't think you did, you did anything no. wrong okay zero cool. the only question is if you go back to his manager and double down and be like hey well this is not cool but that's Mason he's always like he'll, he'll, <laughs> the other he'll thing email is, American Airlines I need a better seat <laughs> you're in yeah. a you're in a hurry like you don't have time to go to the manager and go do that yeah just gotta it, let that go uh Bergman Bobcat. All right, so Kit Harrington, who plays Jon oh, Snow Jon in Snow. Game of Thrones, was on a panel the other day and declined to comment on the supposed new Jon Snow sequel series. So, John, I don't think you're watching House of Dragon yet, are I'm you? I'm not, no. And I, I know I haven't either. I know you love what? it, Ramona. I'm, I don't even think I'm going to watch it at this what? point. What? Yeah, I, I, don't have, I don't have time for it. I just don't have I'll do what I did with Game of Thrones. I'll binge watch okay. it in the offseason. Fair enough. Sure. Yeah. But would you be more interested in a Jon Snow sequel instead of this prequel because you know the characters and everything that's kind of happened? with him already I thought I thought Game of Thrones petered out at the end so prequel is okay with me sequel I do, you know what would John Snow Snow well, he's, do he's with wildlings in the uh, yeah but he's he's uh, he's already killed Khaleesi he's they they handed the kingdoms over to Bran they, uh, what what's John Snow what's interesting about John Snow now now it's just him in the you know in the wild yeah give me the prequel give me the prequel you, so you don't want the sequel no are you interested I, in the sequel I'll Momo? watch anything. Yeah, I'll watch anything. <laughs> watch anything Game, Any of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Um, totally I also think, though, it it really does matter uh, who the showrunner is, who the writer is. You, if you have a good story, I'll watch it. Right. It's got to be done well, though. Um, you know, I watched, did you ever know that there was a, a, a se- not a sequel, but like a an add-on movie to Breaking Bad? Yes. It's called El Camino. El Camino. Yeah. I thought it was okay. It's okay. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of interested to see what happened to Jesse afterwards. But it was like a whole movie about what happened in the first few days afterwards. Right. I want to know where he goes after this. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta have enough of a story. The one thing Breaking Bad did was it got you to care about characters that that were very unlikable. Yeah. Yet we really cared about him and wanted to see him. You know, we were all yeah. rooting for Walter White, who was a bad guy. Yeah. And yet it it all worked out that way. Bobcat. All right. So last night on the Manning cast, uh, this the story about that's Bill- still on. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> okay. I haven't watched it either. Uh, but the Bill Belichick was talked about, and there's this very strange story. John, I want you to guys to talk about it afterwards. Okay. Oh, and another time he picked David Ben, who was a long snapper, because he was dating Pamela Anderson, and Bill thought the players would like seeing Pamela at the pool in Hawaii. She didn't come, but. That's a cool Belichick story. So anyway, first practice. So yeah, so there's there's more talking about it afterwards, okay. but okay. that's the the crux of the story. How do you feel about Bill Belichick bringing is somebody all, is this just for a Pro Bowl for, or something? Yeah, for the Pro Bowl. Okay. So he picked David Ben as his long snapper, hoping that Pamela Anderson would come Correct. to Hawaii. Yes. Was someone who, as as I've talked about often on the show, now watches on Samsung the Baywatch channel pretty much hours <laughs> on end. In your, in your stu- escape room. Yeah. I'm stunned at how attractive Pamela Anderson is. I really, I mean, I don't know if she still is, but back then she was, I mean, like, stop traffic, great looking. So I think Belichick, as usual, is ahead of the game here. Oh, hey, is this a Baywatch song? Turn this up. Uh, the, <laughs> Turn uh, this up. Oh, well, this is, okay, so 
on the if you watch the Baywatch channel? Nope. You get to hear this every 45 minutes. I don't think minutes. I've ever seen an episode of Baywatch, but Never? Nope. So the other day? It's not really my jam. <laughs> I did you want to see David Hasselhoff in his speedo? I work no. in I work in my <laughs> office. I don't think it was really the demo. Yeah. All right, turn this up, Jorge. <laughs> you know what band this is? No. Huey Lewis. It's Survivor. Oh, Survivor. Okay. I have the Tiger. Uh, I have the Tigers a lot better song. Okay, so <laughs> other day, I, I, I have, there's only three things that are on in my office when I'm working, okay? One is ESPN, okay? The other one is Hallmark Channel. Yep. The other one is a Baywatch Channel. That's it. Okay. You're lately, so, lately, because so of the World Cup, I've had a lot of World Cup on yeah. in there. All right. But so two days ago, I just turned the TV on so I have something on while I'm working. And I look up and the, the story at Baywatch here is there's a phenom basketball player playing at the beach. And there's a bookie that runs all these games and people come to the bookie and they bet. And this bookie's got a winger, a ringer. It's a tall white guy. And uh, and he's he's down. He's taking on all comers and and the bookies betting on him and making a bunch of money michael the tall white guy played by don mcclain oh former wow. ucla yeah. star and now clipper uh tv analyst mm-hmm. and the bookie lou rawls wow is lou rawls lou- still alive no, no i don't think so i think yeah. he passed but uh, and uh, he was great. Yeah. Lou Ross was great. And then Pamela Anderson runs around in her red bikini though, or a red swimsuit. I'm Baywatch surprised you swimsuit. got this much of the plot. Oh, it's great. Like you remember this much of what actually happened in the episode. Uh, and and by the way, the Baywatch is the plots are so bad that it doesn't matter. You can I mean the reason I have Hallmark on is I could pick up at any point of a Hallmark movie and tell you exactly what's going to happen. So you don't you don't ever have to miss it. But I I applaud Belichick, Greg, to answer your question. I think that. The idea of getting Pamela Anderson to the Pro Bowl would inspire his team to play better. Yeah, Lou died in 2006. 2006. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so this was probably in the 90s. Bobcat. All right, Bergman, is that it? Yep. Yeah, well, okay, it. so coming up, Bruce Feldman's going to join us. Um, Bruce wrote Swing Your Sword, the biography of Mike Leach. It's really an autobiography because Mike wrote it with him. And Mike Leach passed away today at the age of 61. A great character just a really funny guy and we're gonna bring bruce on to talk about that and some other things going on in college football michael's hanging out remote is in for mace i'm john ireland espn la robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary ai to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 